Welcome to a hotel in Sheffield. And the man I'm with is going to tell us what the name of the hotel is because he's organized a conference here. Anthony, what's the name of this hotel? It's the Royal Victoria Holiday Inn. Or and it's the Holiday Inn Royal Victoria. I'm not sure, but it's, uh, it's and, right in the center of Sheffield. And why have you organized for all these people to come to this hotel over the next couple of days? Well, it's a Toastmaster conference, as you know. They're all coming together because they're going to have workshops, they're going to meet old friends, and of course we have the finals of our speaking and our table topics, which is impromptu speaking, uh, contests, we have the contests. Why have I organised it? Um, I'm not quite sure, I think I sort of got left with it. But Are you a natural conference organiser? Well, have you organised many conferences in your life? Uh, I suppose so. I did a toast. I was part of the team that did the Toastmaster conference in York in 2009. I am involved in conferences from a business point of view. I did a sustainability conference last year, but um, we enjoy Toastmaster conferences because it brings together a group of people that we see year in year out, who become long-standing friends. So. That was a motivation, I think, for having our own conference yet again. So that's what we've just done, or what we're in the process of doing at the moment. When we were at that meeting tonight, the meeting of local club in Sheffield, yes. I found myself sitting next to a woman who was from York, mm -hmm. who was on the committee, and a few other people. So you had clearly a team of people working with you, who were they? How many people have you been working with? I think it's as many as 14. And they are from clubs all over the area. And, of course, the difficulty is that they live quite a long way apart. So some of the meetings that we've had, we've done on Skype. We've had people up on the screen, and, uh, and we, we've worked together that way. Yeah, I was hearing about that, and I'm very interested in that, because I'm involved in organising uh, the next... Toastmasters conference yeah. for District 71, but we're all doing it in Cork, and we yes. are a stone's throw away from each other. Yes, and we don't have anybody on our committee who has to beam it in from Skype. But how how have you found that having a meeting with people? It's worked well. It's worked very well, actually. Up to up to six people on the screen and three of us in the room. Uh, it's been very successful. The reason that the, the distances are involved is that um, the principal organisers are associated with Leeds and York and they're closest to where we lived, but in, we couldn't get the price. We certainly couldn't get the price of hotel accommodation um, in, in those cities. That's why we came to Sheffield. We had a really good price here and uh, we want to give uh, maximum value because Toastmasters is about people and we want to make it as uh, economical and as accessible as we possibly can. And there'll be a few, how many people are coming to this conference about? Well, I think that at the dinner on Saturday night we'll have 150 people sitting down. The biggest session is usually the contest finals. So we'll have probably 150, perhaps even 160, 170 right. for those. Right. And to do that, to put on this conference, have you, 
when did you start working with a group of your your organizing team? When did you start that? We certainly started in January 2016. We may have started doing something even before that, but I was looking at my notes. We were we were talking to hotels back in well, over 18 months ago. And Toastmasters whole conference as I know that up 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 to and including this year there have been two conferences yes. in a year yes. and next year it will be one conference in a year and you know this has gone on over many years these yes. conferences Yes. and you've been in Toastmasters for quite a while? Uh, 15 years so what have you learned anything about conferences Toastmaster conferences over those years is there any any yeah, give, give me an idea, because I'm new into Toastmasters, and to be honest, this is the very first conference I've ever been to at Toastmasters, and I'm, I'm still sort of intrigued. I, I think that it's something that more members should know about, and I think the average member doesn't know anything about conferences, and I think uh, only about 10 or 15% of the membership ever go to conferences. But I think every Toastmaster should try and go to at least one conference because it's a revelation. Because you meet so many people who are all aiming at the same objectives as we do in our club, but they all do it slightly differently. And it, it's an education process in itself. And frankly, I mean, you say to them, you ought to go at least once. If they go once, they'll go again, because it's, it's fun. Well, I thought this evening was fantastic because... You know, the conference proper doesn't begin until tomorrow. Indeed. But the local club in Sheffield put on a special meeting. Yes. And I'll never forget, I, in my whole life, I will never forget the, the guy who got us all to get out of our seats, stand up, and this is, he's running a session at this, at this meeting, the number one session. Uh-huh. And he says to us, stand up and laugh. Laughter yoga. Yes. A whole room of laughing people. Well, I missed that. I came in late, unfortunately, but it seems as though everybody enjoyed laughing. Why not? Well, laughter yoga is amazing because you don't have to genuinely laugh. Right. But if you do laughter, turning it on at any moment you like, Mm -hmm. it has a good effect on your body. Yeah. Yeah. And this is what, what was the man's name who did it this evening? I can't remember his name. But he did say that it was very good for us. Yes. yes. And I thought that was great fun, really. Yeah. I mean, it, yes. it was uh, usually Toastmasters Club meetings involved people making speeches. But this was... Yes. yes. Well, we have, your, we have an education session, don't we? Uh, well, we do in our club. I don't know if you have education sessions in your club. So it could have come into the category of that. Um, I suppose maybe body language. I don't know. Oh yeah, I mean it. It was it was wonderful when somebody made the connection mm-hmm. um, between you know gestures, body language, mm-hmm. all of these things which are using your whole body. Actually, the whole idea of preparing yourself in the yes. way that an actor would do yes. or an opera singer yes. would do. Yes. And you know vocalizing and singing and yes I thought that was a great piece of learning for everybody and then we all went and played charades which again gave a big opportunity for 
body language to try and explain to people without any words what we were trying to communicate. The thing that kind of took me aback and I thought it was amazing was the idea that, that you might well have to speak to a deaf audience at some stage in your life. Yes. And the idea that you would, the better able you were to mime, yes. the better a communicator you would be. Well, that's interesting, but it did make me think of um, a member in our club in Leeds who is actually a British Sign Language uh, signer, and so is his wife. So. That's one of the things about Toastmasters, you meet some people, and particularly when they come in and they do their first speech, which is about introducing themselves, you find you have a great variety of skills and experiences and ideas. That's one of the fascinating things. Well, look, I don't want Good to... Good night. Good night. Oh, sorry, are you recording? Yeah, you're live on a podcast. Hi. And who are you? Sue, the web... This, this, web is, mistress. this is the webmistress. Web yes. She has a website. Yes. The conference, indeed. Yes. Have you seen the website? It's I have. Pretty damn good. I've seen it. it. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Uh, enjoy yourself. Yes. Thank you very much. We're just about to uh, finish our conversation. Yes. Let me ask you one final thing. Yes, one final thing. Oh, you're really addicted, aren't you? We're doing a. Ah, interview. this is what yes. it's like. You have a conversation yes. here. And people come over and say hello to you, and you're live on the podcast. Oh, excellent. This is and Jane. She's in charge of entertainments uh, for the weekend. You're the entertainment. Uh, so well, she's not the entertainment, the... but she'll be running the entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's quite amusing in her own way. Can you in give, my own way. If I, said to you, if I said to you, at the end of this conference, you can say one word, right? You can say one word to indicate... What would be the word you would most want to say at the end? Well, I think it would be, phew. It wouldn't be break even, hyphenated. No, no, we're 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 comfortable. Okay, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna thank you both. In fact, and everybody else in Toastmasters, really. It's fabulous to be here with you in Sheffield. I'm really looking forward to the conference. And um, thank you, Anthony Day. Thank you very much. And also, you're a bit of an expert on sustainability. So I'm going to give a little plug for him. The Sustainability... The Sustainable Futures Report. Sorry, the Sustainable Futures Report podcast. Find it on iTunes. There we are. Thank you very, very much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. There we are. Right, you're famous now.